Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. As we get into the 15-minute morning show, let's talk about our favorite people at Blue Apron. Let me tell you, the chefs at Blue Apron come up with new recipes for every day of the week. You pick the recipes that fit your schedule. All these recipes are so easy to follow, and you can have the meal on the table in less than 45 minutes. And Blue Apron sends only non-GMO ingredients and meat with no added hormones. Look at the recipes. Check it out. I know my Blue Apron box arrives every Wednesday, and I can't wait to get in there. And I know for a fact they don't waste any food. They only give you enough fresh produce that you need for your recipes. And Blue Apron is treating you 
to $30 off your first order, go to blueapron.com slash 15 because it's the 15-minute morning show. Blueapron.com slash 15. Two, three, four. What would you talk about on your uh, on your podcast? Five, seven, eight. Hello, ladies. Nine, seven, eleven. Elvis Duran presents. Twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. The 15-minute morning show. Now, this experiment is not going very well. 10.05. A.M. Eastern Time. Write it down. So, so far, so if you don't know what we're doing, this is Danielle, by the way. Uh, in the room is Gary and Nate and Brody and I'm me. Last again. I'm sorry, I didn't mean it. I just <laughs> the way day. I look. Okay, Brody and Scary and Nate and me. Oh. Okay, so Elvis and I are trying not to curse for 24 hours. <laughs> I was doing really well until we got off the air, and now I have cursed since 9:23 this morning. One, two, three, four times. Oh, my God. And it's only 10.05. And Elvis is on his fifth right. as well. So I have, but I wrote down everything I've said. So tomorrow morning on the show, as long as I remember them all, I'm going to go. I can't say what I said, but at least I can tell you how many times well, I messed nice up. it's nice that Danielle and Elvis both cursed uh, on account of me at least once each. Yeah, I well, just, because. I was the reason because, for, I was the trigger behind Danielle's curse just Because now. Scary has done so well on his Dr. Fat Loss diet, and then I feel like, you know, he just, after he's done, he just throws it to the wind and just eats everything in You sight. have been binging the Tate's cookies, brownies, and pecan uh, pie things. Mm-hmm. Do you blame me? No. No, no. but they, everything. By the way, you hear, you hear this? This is the wrapper from the pecan brownie I wasn't going to eat. <laughs> but you ate one. I ate it. And, yeah. and your Dr. Fat Loss guy will tell you everything in moderation. But when you eat the brownie, the t- cookies, the donut, the th- that's but, not moderation. But there are so many wonderful flavors to eat. Yes, but okay. you can eat some tomorrow. We started this podcast six and a half minutes late because Scary was sampling all the cookies in these in these bags of Tate's cookies. And Brody had to tell him, please go and I said, start please the go podcast. run the podcast. And I'm like, oh, I knew I was forgetting something. <laughs> oh, I have to do that? Oh. <laughs> I, I find it funny that you can't. Get through a thirty minutes because well, here's we're the talking thing. about cursing, right? Yeah. I I don't. A lot of times I don't curse like at people. Like you're a. I don't curse. I don't really call people the. No, curse. you never do. I actually. use curse to emphasize. Yeah. So like I'm like scary. You're really going off the bleeping rails. Like it was an emphasis on what you're doing. Yeah. Somebody it's texted not scary in, bleep you. Somebody texted but, in that people who curse a lot are unintelligent and unimaginative, and I wrote them back and I said that's not correct. A lot of very bright people, I'd like to think me included, yeah. use profanity to accentuate their feelings and emotion, and they're trying to convey a thought. Right. I don't say like, duh, fuck you, duh. I, I, you know, <laughs> if I say some, if I use the F word, it's to emphasize the uh, the noun that comes after it. Right. Or you know, whatever, the, or the or the verb. Uh, and so it's not that I don't have a lot of words to think of. I can go through a thesaurus and use a million adjectives and verbs and nouns. But I'm still going to put the F in front of it if I want to show angry I am. Like, close the yeah, door. You. No matter how yell I, I, much I yell, close the door, it has a different vibe to it when I yell, close the bleeping door. Right. That's how I feel. And it's just... It, and for, so then why are we playing these silly games? I'm not. What, what are we trying to prove? I'm just trying to prove to myself that I can do it if I put my mind to it. Really, more than anything. <laughs> but, okay. <laughs> I, I remember so when I was... I failed. <laughs> yeah, I remember when I was a kid and we... My mom and dad never swore. Yeah, ever. And my dad either. was a truck driver, yeah. for crying out loud. And the guy never swore. What is it about truck drivers that we assume they curse? They drive in a truck alone all day. <laughs> Who are they cursing to? <laughs> the guy the tra- on the CB. traffic. <laughs> like, they, say, they curse like a sailor. Yeah, I know I'm, sailors. They don't curse. They don't curse that much. But my dad, st- defying the stereotype, never really swore. Right. But when I started to swear, even when I said it in private... 
I, my heart started to race and I would get nervous because I was saying something that I shouldn't say. Yeah. So when I would go to confession, because I was raised Catholic, mm-hmm. I'm like, I said the S word four times. <laughs> and I said GD three times. And then the priest was like, oh, say a Hail Mary, you'll be fine. Right. <laughs> right? But I was so nervous. However, at this point in my life, I'll say it. I don't give a shit. I'll say it right now. <laughs> you know? I don't I, care. I just, look, if you're going to play the game, I get it. My problem with the whole cursing thing is when people confuse insults with curses. Yeah. Now, insults, you were raised as a child not to say insults, and they're rude, and you don't want to say them in school, but that's not what a curse is. The word bitch, when you call someone a bitch, is that you're saying they act like a prissy dog. A bitch is a female dog. That's where it came from. Uh-huh. And when you call someone a jackass, you're not calling them a, the, the, the hole in your butt. You're saying you're as dumb as a mule, as a donkey. Right. A jackass is a donkey. So when you call someone a jackass, that means they're stupid like a farm animal. Right. It's not a curse as much as it's an insult. Right. You, know, you, go, you, you said jackass on the air. You said bitch on the air. Bitch, please. You can say that <laughs> word on the radio. It's not a curse. It's just not nice. Is damn in that category? It depends yeah. on your level of religion. Yeah. You can't say God and damn to some people that get upset with that because using God's name in a certain way. Right. But to, when you say damn it, you're not meaning it as a curse. You're just like frustrated by yeah. the situation. But I can't stand and you're damning the situation. All these people that were texting in earlier that said the word jackass and the word hell know. are curses. Those are not curses. Well, that's what I just said. But mean? to no, some no, people yeah, yeah. they are. To but, some people no. they are. Well, you can't make them curses. You can't say they're a curse. If I say chocolate's a curse, don't say chocolate. Right. You're like, well, Brody says chocolate's a curse, so it's a curse. That's why the no. radio rule is a good barometer. But that's nobody right. wanted to follow that. If you could say it on the radio, yeah. then then it's not a curse. But you technically can get away with saying things on the radio as long as they're, with the exception of the F word, uh, you know, I, I could, scary as a dick. Right, but you can't but ever use talk- the C word. Right. No, in yeah, any you con- context, you can't. No. You can't use the F word in any context. And by I, the way, if you don't know what the C word, the F word are, good yeah. for you. I congratulate you. You know what we're doing right now? We're pretty much like teasing Danielle. Like we're, we're sitting know, here cursing. I know, because you're saying all these words Garrett, and I can't say them. Garrett just walked in late. She cursed twice before you walked in. Oh, yeah, in. you missed it. Oh. I've been writing down. She's cursing Garrett, me. What are you up to, three? For eating Garrett, a brownie. No, Garrett. So when I was getting my makeup done for After Elvis, I was cursing. So I have one, <laughs> Wait, two, why were you three, cursing four, getting your makeup done? Five, because we were talking. I was my hair looks like shit. I was <laughs> emphasizing a story. I have cursed five times since 820 this morning. <laughs> but when I was a kid, my mom used to tell me, I never curse until I had children. But they didn't really curse a lot in my house either, like you were saying. And I, for some reason, my friends all cursed. So that's where I think I got it from. I remember the neighbors telling my mom, you're Mouth daughter is outside, <laughs> and you should hear what's coming out of her mouth. My mother was like, Oh, I grew up in the Bronx, like, yeah. we, Skier and I grew up in Brooklyn. Yeah, there was nobody in our neighborhood that didn't curse right. or would ever like question the fact that you cursed. I remember well, watching my neighbors did. everybody curse, which is also, by the way, why Brody, I'm kind of shocked that your daughter. Is, is like almost freaks out about cursing because she, doesn't she hear it around you so much? No. That's what I was trying okay, to say Okay, a couple earlier. of things. So on the big show, I said my 15-year-old daughter really gets upset when I say like shit or clean your shit up. She gets upset. Yeah. She, what did she say? You, you say she says, Dad, yeah. don't, don't, don't curse like that. You know what bothers me? So I, she wants me to say like clean your crap up. She won't clean up either way. So now she really said she would go around <laughs> in her life addressing everybody that curses I don't know because... what she does at school. I'm telling you I'm her father. She doesn't want her father to curse. Now she listens to uncensored hip hop. Yeah. That's where I was and, going and with this. It's the most. Look, I'm not offended by the hip hop at yeah. all. 
but the singers, the rappers, curse like crazy and are demeaning to people as part of the educational lyrics. But she's not offended by that. That's my point. She's not offended by that. But because it's an art by- form. It's art. It's like music is art. But when it comes what from me- you're being artistic? Yeah. So someone said I should sing to her when I curse. <laughs> Clean this shit up. <laughs> Throw it's, your hands up. It's so funny. When I started in radio- Double standard. The yeah. guy that was teaching me and basically the first morning show host I ever worked with, he said- a morning show is a group of friends sitting at the kitchen table mm-hmm. having a conversation. Right. The difference is your grandmother's listening in the corner. Yes. That's <laughs> how you don't swear oh, and you get good. through a conversation. Then I remember thinking, my grandmother swore like a sailor. Because <laughs> I remember when like I was like, I was like four years old and my brothers and I were jumping down on the bed and she flings the door open and goes, what are you assholes doing? <laughs> and I still remember that's one of my first memories of my grandma. Do you have the clip of her mom's? So if you remember, I don't know if, if we talked about it on this podcast or not, but Skiri said that our parents, most people's parents, would not know what WTF means. Right. And I said, absolutely. Your, my mom and your mom are from Brooklyn. They know. So we called oh, them Oh, it's on, a Brooklyn thing. Well, no, no, no. Not a Brooklyn thing at all. <laughs> Just that when you're from Brooklyn, you're comfortable if with you, those if, words. If you write it down on a text, if you write it in a text, WTF, I didn't think my parents knew what that meant. You have your dad too? By the way, these are beeped, right? These are we had to beep them on on the Brooklyn Boys podcast episode one or two. We called our our parents plug. one. Thank you. <laughs> Shameless plug. Shameless plug. Episode one. There's an episode zero, <laughs> by the way. Real fans know that. Um, <laughs> episode one. We called them and and our all three of our parents were like, absolutely. I can't find. You can't it. find anyway. My mother was like, yeah, it means fuck. what the fuck. Yeah. And Scary's father was like, uh, it means what the fuck. You want to talk to your mom? <laughs> Rosalie, <laughs> Anthony's on the phone. He wants to know. Ask you a question. What, Anthony? I'm busy. Ma, what does WTF mean? What? I'm from Brooklyn. It means what the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> See, my mom wouldn't say that. The F word does not come out of yeah, her your mouth. Your parents are weird being from the Bronx. They're not Bronxy. No, they're not Bronxy at all. And when I talk to my mom on the phone, and if I let one slip, she's like, Danny. And I'm like, I'm sorry, mom. Oh, wow. Did she have punishment for you if you swore uh, too much? In the house? Yeah. I didn't really swear in the house in front of them. It was more with my friends outside. Imagine your so. mom met the Pope and then that's the first time she cursed. Oh my goodness. She probably cursed in her head because she couldn't believe she met the Pope. When when I went to England, so in England, there's a lot of different words that are not, you know, like yeah. you can't, like fanny in England means something totally different. Than what it. does it's it mean? Right. It's the C word. Right. It's the C word here. Yeah. So even rubber, like if you say rubber in there is an eraser. Here it's a a condom, condom, right? Yeah. So it's different. So th- there's a word bollocks, which there it's kind of like a slang curse word, I guess. Like you don't you don't really say it. You don't really you say it in bullshit? front of the elders. Yeah, something like that, yeah. all right? It can be have a couple meanings. Well, we're sitting around the table with grandma in England and all the you know, and I wanted to show that I knew words from England. So we're all sitting there and I let bollocks come out of my mouth or or one of those words and ma and it was like the record player. Everyone at the table just stopped eating, looked up at me. Oh, wow. Danielle, like I cursed in front Get of grandma out. and I said something like bollocks or wanker or something like that in front of grandma. And you don't say that there. And it was bad. And I, it was the first time I was meeting Dan grandma. Dan was like, I'm so sorry. What the fuck did I say? Because my, <laughs> <I'm just, laughs> my husband is British. And you know, every, and I'm, just, I'm just trying to make a good impression the first time I meet everyone. And yet I didn't. Not good. Well, not good. Fuck is you're all so sensitive over here. <laughs> this is why all people left. Why do you sound so weird over here? Yeah. You sound nothing like you do back home. Well, it's funny. We played the Cardi B song earlier this morning to start the show. Yeah. And everybody's texting in, oh my God, there's so many Spanish swear words in it. And I'm like, I don't know. Oh. That. I'm sorry, John Ivy doesn't know Spanish. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's not Juan Ivy. Juan Ivy. No, he's not Juan Ivy. Oh my that's, goodness. That's John Ivy's a problem. Is our master sensor. 
Yeah. Well, <laughs> and there's so dirty. Yeah. Yeah. and there's he's even slang. So the guy that you know, John Ivy, who he's our top forty director. Yes, I, I think he's a great guy. He was my oh, boss absolutely. for a long time. He's the one that kind of oversees the music that goes into our system. When people and, text in and say, "Why did you beep?" It's and, John Ivy. And every once in a while, one will get by him because it's slang that's just coming out that yeah. he doesn't oh, I know, know about where you're going yet. With this. So there was, I think it, it was, was uh, oh, Little John Lil song John. and the East Side Boys. It was Get Low. Yeah. And, 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 the, and the words, ah, skeet, 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 skeet. So this thing is just blaring over the radio for months. And, so then one person goes up to John and goes, I can't believe you left that in there. I mean, you're usually pretty good with these things. And he's what? what are you talking about? Like, <laughs> skeet. Oh, what What about skeet? Well, you know what skeet is, and I'm not going to say what yeah, it is, yeah. but just go to Urban Dictionary. And then when he found it, he goes, I can't believe we left that in the, in the song. We got to take skeet out. If someone, if someone decides, it, like, a rap song, if you make up a word and then tell your fans this is what it means, yeah. it doesn't suddenly become a curse. No, that's true. That's a good point. You know, it's like on fleek wasn't a thing till that girl on the web on the video was like my eyebrows are on fleek and people were like oh they became a viral video. But let's say her fleek was she said it was a curse and people are saying fleek you're not really cursing it's not a word skeet's not a word. Mm-hmm. If you go skeet shooting, you're shooting the the clay pigeons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm not buying that as a curse. <laughs> okay, it's okay. a slang word for a sexual it's act. It's a slang word. All right, but if you ask most people, they go, "What do you think skeet means?" They're not going to go, "Well, it's that thing you." Well, it depends you how do. rich they are. Yeah. I skate shoot. I skate shoot all the time. What, bollocks! That still bollocks. sounds disgusting. Danielle, quit being a wanker. <laughs> and take off your fanny pack when you come in the house. Pass me a fag. By the way, that means cigarette, cigarette. in England. Yeah. Well, and they say blow a fag. Yeah. That's to smoke a cigarette. Oh. Well, when, when, <laughs> Afterwards. When, 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 my husband, when my husband first came over to the States, he came over in college, and he was sitting in school taking a test. And he goes to the lady, the girl next to him, excuse me. Could I borrow your rubber? <laughs> and she's like, "What?" <laughs> like appalled because smacks him in the face. In England, she ma- it was an eraser, and so he <laughs> needed her eraser. But to her, she was like asking. He was asking for a condom. He had no idea, and he didn't know why she was upset with him. And he even whispered it to her, "Excuse me." I need to borrow a rubber. <laughs> she was like, wow. uh, what? Well, back, back in the day, from what I understand, yeah. when you'd say you wear rubbers, they were the, what we call galoshes now. Mm-hmm. It's the rubber you put over your shoe. Don't, nobody wears those, but people would put like a rubber covering over your shoe yeah. if you go out in the rain. Yeah. They're called galoshes, but people used to call them rubbers. Put your Galosh. rubbers on. Galosh. Totally different. Galoshes. Put your rubbers on. Anyway, yeah, so guys would like, yeah, I need to put my rubbers on before I go out. Now yeah. you wouldn't say that. No. Like, how many rubbers do you need, dude? Yeah. Actually, it's funny. The reverse for me. I knew what rubbers were, the rubber boots, mm-hmm. prior to knowing it was a condom. Really? So, yeah. Imagine me- messing those two up. You're like, rubbers? Why would you put that on your penis? Rubber? I don't uh, even know her. Yeah. Size 12, please. What's wrong with Now, that? if a song had rusty trombone in the, in the lyrics, would you have to beep that? Uh... I, I, I don't, don't know. know. Depending no. on how you're singing about no, it. No, you would not. It's Give it a rusty trombone. Like, what if the guy trombone. says, she gave me a rusty trombone? <laughs> it was hard to play. Like, it, <laughs> would you beep it? Those are hard to play. <laughs> the 15-Minute Morning Show. 
Time is running out to save on your Disney summer vacation. It's Danielle, and if you want to score adult tickets at child prices, you need UndercoverTourist.com. They're an authorized seller of Disney tickets to both Walt Disney World and Disneyland. These are the real deal. They link to the official Disney app so you can add on Genie Plus and Lightning Lane upgrades easy. I am so excited for you to save at UndercoverTourist.com. They have a best price guarantee. The magic awaits at UndercoverTourist.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Life's better with American Family Insurance. Because our home policies help protect your dreams and come with peace of mind. Save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at amfam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit amfam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classic like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.